Hey guys, it's Emma Kraus. I'm Tong Tong. I'm Katie Murphy. And welcome back to the Harbinger Podcast. Today, Tong Tong and Katie will be giving advice about the ACT. Firstly, what scores did you guys get? Oh, uh, 36. I uh, 35. So what advice would you give to people who are just about to take the ACT? Um, well, I would say the most helpful thing is just taking a lot of practice tests. Like, that's basically all I did. I didn't have a tutor or anything like that. I just took a bunch of practice tests, and when you take them, I'd recommend to um, spend about as much time as you did taking the test, like looking over the test and making sure that you understand every single question, like why you got it right, or if you got it wrong, especially why you got it wrong, because that's how you'll um, stop missing questions. Yeah, absolutely. When I was reviewing for the ACT, I didn't have a tutor or anything like that. I just did a bunch of practice tests. I think the number one thing that people don't do is they don't kind of like take enough time to review what they've missed. They just kind of keep taking them without trying to improve. When you're taking practice tests, it's also really important to kind of go as fast as possible because no matter what you're doing or how fast you're doing on the or how fast you're going on the practice tests, whenever you're taking the real ACT, you go a lot slower. So I think it's important to kind of make sure you can get the ACT done. And then when you're taking the real thing, you don't you won't kind of like just miss the last few questions. So you guys talked about practice tests a lot. What um, what practice tests did you use? Like what source or um, website, I guess? Um, I just had a big book that I think we ordered on Amazon. I'm not sure what company it's from, but I think there's like maybe five practice tests in it, and I finished all the practice tests in that book. So... And then, like, what Tong Tong was saying, um, I also agree with the timing and trying to make sure that you finish in time. And also, when you're, like, missing questions and you're reviewing your missed questions, I'd recommend, like, making... I kept a notebook of, like, things I need to remember, kind of. If I missed a question about, like, a certain grammar rule or something, I would just, like, write down on, like, the notebook the rule that I missed. And then, like, before I went and took it, I just looked over my notes, and then that was it. Yeah, so I stole a lot of my practice tests off Reddit um, because there's just like a huge community of people who like to upload their tests, upload their score reports. I think that was super helpful. Like Katie, I looked through a book, uh, but that book isn't from the ACT itself, and I think it's a lot more useful to take actual official tests from the ACT. I mean, I think the legality is probably dubious, but I think a 36 is worth it. So, um, Like Katie said, just like go as fast as you can. Uh, I didn't personally keep a notebook of what I missed, but what I would do is I would just like, kind of like reread the answers or try to just go over it a hundred or so a hundred times, which is definitely like a huge hyperbole. But just review it as many times as you can until you're pretty sure that you can always get it right. Um, it's just kind of muscle memory, to be honest. At a certain point, you begin to really kind of understand what the ACT is about, and that's only really achievable by being able to take the test so many times. Did you guys take the PACT? No. Um, no, not in high school, but Tong Tong and I both took the like Duke tip ACT in seventh grade, though. Terrible. Terrible decision. What score did you get on it? Uh, 32. 29. And why do you think it was a terrible decision? Because when you're a seventh grader, you get absolutely terrified. I mean, you're like this short little kid. You walk into a high school. There's a bunch of high school juniors. There's a bunch of high school seniors. They're just like staring at you. They're wondering, you know, why is this tiny little twerp just kind of like walking into our testing room and taking the ACT? You have absolutely no idea what you're doing, right? They'll take the English session, they'll take the reading session. It's like what you've done in seventh grade. You get to the math session, the science section, you realize you've never seen anything remotely like this before. 
like you just like kind of stare at your chest blankly. You know, you look around at your you look around at your room. You look at like the seniors there. They also don't look like they know what they're doing, which puts you in like a, a huge fear state for your future. Um, I also think that ACT, I thought it would be really important to like be awake and caffeinated. So I'm pretty sure that I am, they recommend like you bring water or something. I'm pretty sure I took Red Bull and chocolate. Uh, also a terrible idea for like a number of reasons, which I don't think I have to go into. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely would not recommend. Uh, terrible way to stress yourself out. Not helpful, scores don't count. Uh, and then, you know, four years later, you'll realize that a different seventh grader got like a score three points higher than yours. And you'll just have like an existential moment where you're just like, geez. So that wasn't worth it, huh? Okay, well, <laughs> I think that I kind of disagree with that a little bit because the scores that you get in seventh grade make no difference for anything. And like, I didn't study, so I just, I didn't really spend any time studying for it or anything. So it was just basically four hours on a random Saturday when I was in seventh grade. Like, that's really not that much time to take out of your like schedule. And my schedule wasn't even that busy in middle school. So I feel like it was worth it just to like see um, what you would get and like just to get an idea. And yeah, I do remember being like the only seventh grader there. Like Tong Tong was saying, which was kind of awkward, but um, I don't regret taking it though. So did you guys take the PSAT or the ACT or yes. SAT? Yeah, you did. I took the PSAT my sophomore and junior years, and I took the SAT at the end of my junior year. Uh, did you, Katie? I took the PSAT for sophomores this year, so it's like a practice, basically. Will you take the actual SAT? Um, I'm not planning on taking the actual SAT. And so, what made you choose the ACT over the SAT? Um. Well, for me, it's just the fact that I'd already taken it in seventh grade. Um, I feel like I did pretty well on it, and it didn't seem like there was anything that was super hard about it that I wouldn't, that I didn't think I could like learn or get better at. So I feel like I would have only switched to the SAT if there had been something that I strongly disliked about the ACT, but I was just kind of fine with it, so I just sticked with it. I think I took both just because I wanted to kind of see what the differences were. The ACT is a lot more focused on the math and science. Um, the ACT is a lot more focused on the math and science aspect, whereas the SAT is a lot more geared towards the reading writing aspects, or how well you can comprehend kind of English uh, reading literature stuff like that. Um, from what I remember, I thought the SAT was a lot easier on the math section, uh, but the reading section was like absolutely devastating and terrifying because I think I got about three and a half hours of sleep beforehand. And then the very first page I, will, I, I opened to was Moby Dick. And I just had like another existential moment where I just like did not want to exist anymore. All right, so moving back to the ACT. So what made you, so you both got 35s the first time you took the actual ACT. And then Tong Tong, you decided to retake it to get that 36. And Katie, you decided to keep your 35. What made you, Tong Tong, decide to retake it to get that 36? Um, well, so I got a 35, and I was like one question away, but I think the real kicker was when I told a bunch of teachers, you know, hey, I'm thinking about retaking it, and they called me crazy. So then I decided, you know what, why not lean into it? Realistically, I think it's honestly just because when you're that close on your first try, it's just a little bit disappointing. The two questions, I missed two questions on the science section, 
and I was one question off. And if I got one of those right, I would have gotten my 36. And both of those questions were water questions. Uh, one of them was just like, what happens to water when you boil it? And then like, oh, my infinite wisdom, I was just like, it split. See, it splits into hydrogen and oxygen. Which was just like, the dumbest mistake possible. Because it's something that should have been drilled into you, like from seventh grade onwards, like what happens to water when you boil it. What does happen to water when you boil it? <laughs> what was the right answer? It stays H2O. <laughs> like obviously, why would it stay? It just changes states. <laughs> so I, just, I was just like, yeah, let's listen to oxygen and hydrogen. And then like the second question I missed on the science section, see Katie's laughing, right? was like, what happens to like a water bubble when you like add heat to it? And the answer is obviously like, it pops. I don't remember what I said, mm. but I did not say it pops. Katie, what made you want to not retake the ACC to get that perfect score? Yeah, so basically over the summer, um, over the so summer of freshman to sophomore year, um, I just, my counselor recommend that I take the ACT and just like kind of see what I get so I can kind of get out of the way or maybe just see how much I need to study for like summer of sophomore year or whenever I decide to really take it. So I was like, all right. And then I took some practice tests to study just to like, because I wanted to try. I wasn't just going to go in and not study at all. So, um, and I wasn't really expecting to like only take the ACT one time. I was kind of planning on at least taking it twice or something like that. But I was happy with my score. I mean, I think that um, the difference between a 35 and a 36 to most colleges or hopefully to like all colleges shouldn't matter way too much because I mean just like Tong Tong I missed a 36 by one question and like so it's kind of on the higher side of the 35 also which I think I mean if you look at it like one question is just kind of based off luck and like people know that like I feel like admissions officers and like on an application it doesn't really make too much of a difference like and if somewhere wouldn't take me because I have a 35 instead of a 36, then I don't really know if that's somewhere that I want to be going in the first place because I just feel like it's a little bit, seemed a little bit obsessive to me to just keep trying it because to keep trying it just so I can get a 36. Tong Tong is laughing. Like it's targeted towards me. Or I'm not targeting you, Tong Tong. I'm just saying. And I remember when Tong Tong got a 35 and he came in to our calc class and he was like, guys, I got a 35. I missed 36 by one question. Like, what should I do? Should I retake it? And I remember confidently telling him, to not retake it because it won't really make too much of a difference. And like when you take the ACT, you spend a lot of time to take it. You spend like four hours on the testing day plus all of the time you spend studying. So I was like, you really don't need to retake it, Tong Tong. Um, so when the same situation happened to me, I just decided to not. I don't remember this conversation. <laughs> you I can pretend like to not remember it, but. I can pretend, I don't remember it. I feel like it's bogus. Happened with Bros and Apier. Burroughs and Adrian are liars. What score were you guys <coughs> hoping for going into taking this test? Um, I didn't have a target score. I was just trying to do the best I can and um, just miss as least questions as possible is what I was trying to do. What about you, Tom? Tom? 36. <laughs> that's the goal. Aim high. I think that's what everyone should be doing. They should be like, they should go into the test thinking, I'm going to get a 36. And then, like, if they don't get a 36, they should block out the memory of doing that and just, like, go for it again. I think at a certain point, you should be like, yeah, I'm done. If you've taken the ACT, like, four or five times, 
because at that point it's kind of ridiculous and you've spent half a thousand like wasting four hours of your life for five different weekends but I think that the ACC is structured in a way that since they're testing opportunities like once every month there's enough time to kind of like recuperate to learn from what you missed and to kind of like keep going obviously it's a matter of like how much it's emotionally damaged you because the ACT is definitely like sort of abusive and that the sense is like you're stuck in a room for four hours nobody wants to do that the first time I took the ACT I was just like this is the most boring thing I've ever done and you know same for the second and third times so it's definitely understandable like why you wouldn't want to take it but if there's just any part of you that thinks to themselves you know I can do better I can score higher then I don't think it's a problem to just kind of retake it well even if I like because I know that it's sometimes it's like kind of based off luck, just based off the test that you get, but like, was it really enough for you? Just how many times would you have taken it if to get a 36? Like how many times were you willing to take it? I honestly don't know. I think more than two, three times would probably have been it for me. Yeah. Because I think honestly, when you get close to the number of times, it just kind of gets exhausting, right? If you've gotten a 35 three times, there's really no point to take it again because it's just kind of torturing yourself. But if each time you've been improving or you like you feel significantly better after each time, then and you like you can still have the energy to keep taking that test, then it's just a question of why not. If you were to retake the test, um, and you didn't get a thirty six, but you got lower than that thirty five, would you have retaken it? After I got a thirty six, I remember Hallstrom told me that if I got lower than I had previously, she'd call my parents and she'd tell them that like your son's like an overachiever or whatever. Or something worse, probably. I don't remember. If I got worse than the 35, I think I'd probably retake it again because that's just kind of embarrassing. <laughs> well, it sounds like you really enjoy taking the ACT because personally for me, I was just kind of done with it. And like also, I have, I now I can focus on other things about myself. Like I don't want to just be studying for some standardized test that I've already kind of like shown that I can um, perform on before. So I don't. I would rather spend my time like volunteering or like getting a job or studying for like AP tests. There's just, or like we just hang out with my friends. There's so many other things I would rather do. <laughs> Sorry to offend you, but that's just what I was thinking about it. And oh, also the one question, because you know how I you said that you had time management. <laughs> I've done all those things. I'm still, I'm still. But like, also, it yeah. is kind of stressful to take the ACT. Like I don't want to go through that kind of thing if I don't need to, and there's not really a reason to except for like I feel like for you it's more of kind of a like ego yeah, thing like, and, like, for me like I'm like I feel like I can't is it not yeah. nobody retakes a 35 unless they're just like this is crap I want a 36 like there is no person in the entire world who is not like who is who is trying to retake a 35 just because like they think a 36 is so important it's always a matter of like how they see themselves because I've met like a number of people who have retaken a 35 and I think something they all have in common is just like they want the absolute best, and if it's, and if they think it's just so close, they'll just keep retaking it. Except at the end of the day, we just have to remember that it's just a standardized test for like one singular number for your applications. Like it's not like a measure of how smart you are. Like I'm confident in like my own abilities. I don't need to be validated by one more point on a standardized test by wasting more of my own time and like my energy on it when I could just be doing other things and like I'm already confident in myself. Any last comments? This feels like a lot of subtext, you know? Okay, well, my last comment is, you know how Tong Tong was talking about how the one question he missed and how he, like, remembers it? The one question that I missed was 
on reading, I missed like one more question than I should have to like get a higher score. And it was a question about like some passage and it was about, there was this balcony in the story and they were like, the description of it asked you to like describe the balcony and it was either like saying it was outside or it was like high up in the air and I said the wrong one. And I was like, oh. So that's why I didn't get 36 on the ACTs because of that. See, and it haunts her because she took it like months ago and she still remembers that. That's, those you took the, it like a year ago. Those are, regre- those are the regrets you want to avoid, <laughs> right? Like you have your entire life to make regrets. Why aren't you going to make the ACT one of them? <laughs> Just retake it. You know, sit there for four hours. Have fun. Have as much fun as you can. Whenever I went to take the ACT, I was blasting like Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> All the car right over there. No, you I was you getting Panera in the dog. early morning. I was no, down in You just said that you like didn't sleep. Your story keeps changing. <laughs> See, that was the SAT. For the ACT, I was... Yeah, and then you went and took the SAT just to get a perfect score on that. Or whatever you're trying to do. No, no, no. I took the SAT. I don't remember why I took the SAT. Really? No. Oh, and also another thing is... In seventh grade, I got a better score in reading in seventh grade than I did as a see in like freshman year, which just like goes to the fact to show that like that it's a little me. random. That would haunt me. I didn't get stupider between seventh grade and like freshman year. See, but I think that she did get stupider between <laughs> between seventh grade. Oh, and if we year. if we're counting it, so technically I have a thirty six super score. The judgment of better super sometimes. scores are ridiculous. <laughs> they don't they don't make sense. I think I don't think the ACT should be a measure of confidence, but I think that it's just like if you wanted. Well, what if it's like this? What if what if when you start accepting a thirty-five, you start accepting just a bunch of other things in your life that's bad, right? It starts with a thirty-five, and then next this semester Katie gets like four Bs. In five years, maybe she's living in like a truck stop somewhere, just like selling cigarettes. Okay, I think that was a little bit far, but... No, it's, it's a, it's a slippery, I think that was a slippery slope. slope. You yeah, exactly. slippery slope fallacy on me. I'm not falling It's not a fallacy, it's true. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Katie's going to sell cigarettes in her future. It's not a fallacy. I mean, yeah, it's not a fallacy, but it's true. It's every, every slip of it starts somewhere, right? Do you think people who are selling, like, cigarettes on, like... You know, bus stations started off like we're born selling cigarettes on bus stations. <laughs> no, they no. got 35 on the ACT. So right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your guys' <laughs> advice. I think that I it's like so. This is the difference between me and Tong Tong. I think that Tong Tong and I are a little bit different in some ways, but we can still be friends.